Hi there. It's Maria popping in to share some exciting news. Season six of Tips for the Transition, the Career Roadmap podcast is undergoing just a little facelift. And when we return, you'll find us each week on your favorite streaming platforms like Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV, as well as continuing to go live on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Plus, we'll still be on all the podcast channels. So we're taking just a little break, and we'll launch the new season beginning in early January. And because we wrapped up season five at the end of October, we decided to bring back some of our most popular episodes to fill the gap. So if you missed these episodes, it's your chance to catch up on the brilliant insights, practical tips, and heart-centered advice from my guests for women in careers who feel stuck where they don't belong. Now, don't go anywhere because we're going to start this reprised episode in just a moment. Welcome to Tips for the Transition, where we have deep, meaningful conversations about how significant changes can affect us, our families, relationships, and careers, and how we can move through those changes with more ease and grace. I'm your host, Maria Tomas Keegan, Certified Career and Life Coach for Women, and I'm here to help you navigate the messy seasons of life. In the fifth season of the podcast, we'll focus on career transition because in this post-pandemic world, many women are re-examining how they think and feel about their work lives. So we answer big questions like, who am I now? And how do I move on from here? The resources we create with each episode can help women move from panic to powerful and from rocky to resilient. So if you're ready to consider new options, be inspired, and meet incredible women who are on this life journey with us, you're in the right place. This is Tips for the Transition. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And welcome to Tips for the Transition, the Career Roadmap Podcast. I'm Maria Tomas Keegan, your host. And as a career coach, I love to help professional women who feel stuck because together we get to position them for the career they really want so they feel fulfilled and create more harmony in their lives. Because when your career isn't a soulful fit, it becomes a soul sucking experience. So each week in my conversations with inspiring guests, we create a resource for you to become more confident, resilient, and brave to make the moves you want to make with more ease and grace. So if something resonates with you, it strikes a chord, and you want more information, check the show description below to connect with my guest and me. So I have a question for you. Have you reached a turning point in your career? Is it time to maybe adjust your direction or reevaluate your vision? Do you even have a vision? I hope you do. They say desperate times call for desperate measures. And my next guest has just the radical idea that might fit the bill for you. So sit tight. I want to tell you a little bit more about uh, or a little bit about Katrina McGee and why I invited her to join us today. She is a career break and sabbatical coach. 
She's a certified life coach with an MBA, and she helps mid-career women create happier, more fulfilling lives by designing bold and transformational life breaks. Stay tuned. There's more. When her clients returned return from carefully orchestrated leaves, they feel recharged, inspired, and happily employed and forever changed. Now, before you say, I could never do that, I want you to listen in because maybe there is a way. Katrina shares her advice on career breaks, money, and travel in multiple ways, including in Forbes, Smarter Travel, Thrive Global, and Yahoo. So I can't wait for you to hear her story of her significant career break, how she prepared for it, what happened for her after she returned, and her advice to you. So we call this episode, Create the Career You Deserve. Welcome, Katrina. I'm so happy you are here with us today. Oh my gosh, Maria. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and I'm so excited for this conversation. I am just ready to dive in. This is an amazing experience for all of us. Let's do that. Let's dive in. So let's start with your story. What were you experiencing in your career that got you thinking about making a radical change? Yeah, I, so I was in career number two at this point. I had spent the first eight years as an actuary, which is a, you know, very math heavy sort of demanding job and a very powerful career for people that it aligns with. But for myself, it didn't necessarily feel like me. I learned a lot, but it wasn't what I wanted for the rest of my life. So I had gone to get my MBA and done a two year program. And when I came out of that experience, I started my second career in market research And what I noticed is when I started that second career, I did feel hopeful. I did feel excited for the changes that were going to come. But pretty soon it became evident to me that there was this building sense of misalignment and burnout from competing in, you know, the corporate rat race and trying to do all the things, check all the boxes and be the best version of me that I could possibly be under every circumstance and trying to achieve goals that weren't necessarily important to me, but seemed important to the people, you know, on top of me that were managing me or the people on my team. And I just felt this burning sense of awareness that if I didn't change my decision or take a step back in some way, I was going to blink. I was going to wake up and be 65 retiring and never have done any of the amazing things I wanted to really do with my life or have the impact that I knew I could have where my superpowers and my strengths um, come to light and I get to be the best version of myself. And so I actually had to reach out to a life coach and start really uncovering and excavating why I felt so stuck to realize I really wanted to take a break just to quit life for one year and travel around the world. That was my own personal dream, but it came from, like I said, this sense of I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And I really don't know how to get on the path. I don't even really know the path that I'm supposed to be on. I just know that this isn't it. Wow. That's powerful. That's a, that's a, that's, that's so, um, hmm. it takes a lot of, Insight. I'm so glad to hear that you worked with a coach to do this, uh, to to dig under the why you're feeling the way you're feeling and or were feeling and what you might be able to do about it. So how how did you discover 
what you wanted to create and how that that might translate and how others others might be able to discover what they really want to create. How do you make space to create that? Yeah, it's, you know, first of all, I just want to acknowledge it's, it can be really hard to know what you want to create. So if you're listening to this and thinking, drawing a blank and being like, I have no idea where to even start. You know, I think decades of dimming our voice, muting our voice, pushing our own desires down so that we can fit into the mold and achieve whatever everyone else wants us to achieve. You know, we become disconnected from ourselves. So number one is just having permission to know that it's totally normal wherever you are and how little you might feel like you know. But when we want to reconnect, we have to start to ask ourselves the really, the deeper questions, right? What does a life that feels worthwhile look like? What are the feelings that I want to feel in life? Not even like, what is the picture that I want to paint? That's an important question too, but let's start with the feelings, right? Do I want to feel peaceful? Do I want to feel free? Do I want to feel adventurous? Do I want to feel impactful, right? Understanding how you want life to feel is a really important place to start from when we talk about creating, right? What we deserve and creating a future that we want to actually be a part of and participate in and that we will enjoy. And so, you know, Starting with those questions, which for me, again, you know, I hired a life coach. So in asking the questions that she was asking me, reflective questions about, you know, what do you know right now about what you want to create? And then for the parts that were missing, let's talk about how you want to feel. Let's talk about little ways you can show up in your life right now to be curious and be interested and follow passions or curiosities and see where they lead. You create this opening and this reconnection to yourself where you can start to answer this question. And when I cleared the space and I really started to get connected to who I was in this moment and what I wanted, I had an epiphany sitting on her couch in a session where just this voice inside of me was like, you don't want another career. You want to take a break. And so for me in this space that I was creating in this open expansion, it was this awareness that what I really wanted to do was travel around the world for one year And I want to add that felt really impossible in that moment because all I had was a bank account with $1,500 in it. I had almost $50,000 worth of student loans and I owned a townhouse that I was renting out that had gone underwater. And so there was no way on paper I should have ever had this dream. But when I really like gave myself permission to create the space, that was the dream. And I knew it so deeply and I connected to it so powerfully that I just, I decided like, that's it. I've got to find a way to make this happen because this is exactly what I want to create for myself. I I love that. Um, Even, even though the evidence showed that it should have been impossible, you figured out a way to make it happen. And I think that's what happens when we attach to the dreams we have and get committed to uh, achieving them one, you know, one small step after another. So let's talk about how long it took you to do that preparation for that one year sabbatical. 
Yeah, it was for me personally, it was an 18 month process. So on my journey, you know, like I said, money was an issue. I didn't have a lot of it. Um, when I started to really own this dream of what I wanted to create, I ran some numbers and I was like, oh my goodness, I think it's going to cost me almost $40,000 to take the kind of trip I want to take with international travel, time spent at home, you know, flying around. And I didn't have that money. And I really needed to come up with a plan to save it as fast as possible. And so I managed to save $40,000 in 18 months. Um, and during that time, I was able to keep stepping towards that plan and really developing pillars of what that time was going to be like. So I knew, okay, I want to spend three months on a road trip traveling the U.S. and visiting friends and family that I haven't seen in a long time. And I want to spend some time at home over the holidays and I want to be abroad and I want time to come back and explore my hobbies and really reconnect as I'm re-entering the workforce to, to figure out what my new path forward is going to look like. Is it the same or is it different? And so as that picture came into view, I, I realized I needed money. So, you know, part of that planning time wasn't just logistical. It was actually saving the money. Um, yeah. But with my clients that I coach, you know, I've seen them plan in as short as, you know, three months if the money is already available. Right. But definitely, you know, Rhea, I think it's so important to know it is an orchestrated plan. You get to prepare for this in a thoughtful way. Yeah. So, you know, I want, I, I want people to hear that, that this is not, uh, oh, I want to take a break and you make it happen tomorrow unless you have, you know, unlimited resources and you can quit your job. And it, that's not typical, right? Not many people have that luxury. So it is a planning process and, and visions take time to um, reveal themselves as well. So if we give ourselves the grace of time and planning and making sure that we have everything, uh, all our ducks in a row, so to speak, so that when it is time, and that big break is what it is, is what you want, then you can do it with peace of mind, a sense of calm and excitement without the trepidation that might come with, oh my God, I'm, this is a, this is a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it will always be a big deal, but to your point, the more we can prepare and thoughtfully, you know, set the intention, understand what success even means to us. I think that's an important and critical piece that I see so many people miss is really being grounded in what success is. You know, those ducks are important. You got to have them in a row, but you got to choose the right ducks. Sometimes people get distracted with what country do I want to visit or, you know, like how long is my break? And they get very focused on the itinerary and it's, you know, a truly amazing experience is really about having a soul blueprint of what is your soul asking of you in this time when you're making this space and you're filling it with intention, what is it that you actually need? Not what does your brain immediately offer in the space of, well, I could do this. I could travel. I could go here. Right. So it's like getting the right ducks in a row is absolutely critical. Right. Right. All right. So it, it, it brings up a question that I wonder if this question is on other people's minds as well. What does it say about us if we feel the need to take a break from our, you know, it's a, it could be a career break. That could be the, the purpose is to take a break from career, but it could also be a life break. 
What does it say to uh, about us that we might feel the need for that? Yeah. Well, I have my own thoughts, but you know, what I hear from my clients and other people taking breaks, there's a fear that it could mean, oh, I'm lazy or I'm being irresponsible or this, this is too indulgent, right? I hear that so often. And deep down, we know it's exactly what they want, right? But the permission to give it to themselves because of the fear of how it will look and how they will seem unproductive, which therefore they translate in their mind as to unworthy. And so Mm. the reframe, right, that I want to offer when you are a person that is taking a life break and creating this space to really reinvent what the next chapter could look like and to really reconnect to what you want, you are showing up as a braver, bolder, and more authentic version of yourself. You are showing that you are really determined to be alive and living. You are inspiring others with your courage. You are restored and renewed, and you are so incredibly connected to yourself and to your values, right? Mm -hmm. And I have so many clients that when they give their notice to go on these career breaks or these life breaks, I hear all the time, that went so much better than I expected. That was so great. They were excited for me. They they wanted me to stay, but they were also really curious about what I was going to do. It's like the people see them in this light of like, wow, that is bold, that is brave. And you are really just like staking claim to what you want. And what a great example it sets for others, right? When we, when, when we see uh, how someone has orchestrated this for themselves so that they've given themselves the time, the space, the plan, and I, you know, another thing is, I and I, I heard you talk about what you did during your time, uh, your own sabbatical, that you spent time traveling around this country, visiting friends and family that you hadn't seen in a while, planning to be home for Christmas. It doesn't mean you have to be on, and then spending time exploring what the next, what your next chapter might look like. Right. So it's not like you had this itinerary, right? That you were your bucket list itinerary and you were just checking things off your bucket list, going here, there and everywhere without some, some time to breathe, some time to, to really focus and reevaluate what's going on in your life and what you want it to look like. I love that. I love that you shared that uh, your, how yours uh, just kind of evolved. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I appreciate that you can see the beauty in that because that is how I came back as the best version of myself, right? Mm-hmm. Is giving myself yeah. those experiences because that is what I needed. I have clients whose whole break centers around healing, whether it's mm-hmm. the loss of loved ones or physical ailments. And that is, you know, that is the cornerstone of what that time is. But because they own that and they give themselves that space, they come back healed, right? They come back ready to take on more, to give more, to enjoy more, and to just really be very connected to the experience that they're creating for other people and themselves. I love that you said that. Everyone's reason for taking the break is different and and as it should be. It should be... um, it, it. it should be highly personal. 
So why should we seriously consider even taking a break? Yeah. Well, I love this question so much. And I think at the base of it all, we're humans, right? We are not robots. We are not machines. It's actually unnatural for us to not take breaks, right? To just go through life hustling and running on the wheel as fast as we can. So, you know, this is your one precious life and this is your chance. Nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is, it's not even guaranteed that we're going to make it to retirement if we follow all the rules and check all the boxes and then get to enjoy like this next chapter of life. This is our moment. This is our time and we're human. So the ability for us like athletes that need those days where they, they don't, you know, work out, they don't train where they basically shut down and restore and recover. We as humans need that right to live our lives. And so life can be so much more than just suffered through or tolerated. And I think these breaks are about reclaiming our time to reconnect to who we are now, because a lot of times we've been chasing goals that were really important to us, like 10 or 20 years ago. And then, you know, we got the promotion and we did well, and we checked that box and we're just doubling down on it. But maybe what we want for our life has changed. If we don't give ourselves the space to really have that awareness and to see that clearly, we're going to keep going down a path that no longer makes us feel good, right? That leads to this pervasive sense of, you know, a lack of fulfillment. And so it's really important to work towards building a life that feels celebration worthy, a life you want to celebrate being a part of. And taking a break is a critical piece of that. You know, we know how to follow all the rules, but oftentimes not pour back into ourselves. Yeah. And you know, what comes to my mind as you, as you describe that is how, I wonder how many people look back and wonder if they've wasted their time doing maybe living up to other people's expectations, uh, compromising our own values just to keep the peace. There are, there's so many, um, there's so many opportunities, if you will, to, uh, to fall back into patterns that maybe aren't serving us well anymore. Maybe they did at one time. We might also realize that they never did. Uh, yet we, we still keep on that wheel and keep chugging along. So I love that you said, um, Human beings are designed to take breaks, to recharge, to renew. Um, and that's, and that's something that many of us don't plan for. So let's, let's talk about planning. Let's get down to the tough question that I'll bet other people are wondering too. So what does it take? What does it take to prepare well for a break? Yeah. Oh, I love this question too. So let's start with the really tactical surface level logistics, right? Things you need to know. Um, you need to know your number. You need to know, you know, if you took a break, how much money would you want to spend or how much money would this break cost, right? You can start from either point of this is the budget I have, or, you know, this is the amount I'm willing to save and spend. Um, you need to understand, you need to have money transparency. So one of the critical things is understanding right now, how are you spending money and how are you saving money? So if you don't have that amount yet, 
how long is it going to take you to save it? Right. And then when you're on a break, it serves you immensely well because you understand how long and how much you're going to, how long you can be on a break and how much you're going to be spending along the way when you're not, you know, receiving that income. Um, things to think about health insurance, right? There are, you know, there are options. There are options like taking COBRA. If you have employer sponsored care, there's the exchange, you know, there are travel insurance things that cover if you want to go internationally, but just starting to think about what you're going to do for health insurance and the timeline. I think the timeline is one of the biggest logistical pieces um, when you're starting this plan to think about if there's an anchoring point, right? Like maybe if you are renting an apartment or renting, you know, your home, it's like, well, when is my lease up? If you have, you know, a family, like I have people, I have clients that have kids. And so it's like, when is school out or when do they graduate? Um, you know, it might be obligations or projects that you have at work or with family. And so just thinking about, you know, if there's an anchoring point of when the break could start, backing up from that to say, okay, what are the things I need to get in order before I can make this happen? And how much money do I need to save? And putting your timeline together so you have a goal because you want to stay motivated. So having a timeline will keep you motivated and keep you on track. Um, and then, you know, like having a, a, a somewhat detailed plan as far as this is my purpose for the break. Like you said, Maria, everybody's purpose is different. And so knowing your purpose and knowing what success means to you, what do you need to get out of this experience? So if you start with that, right, you've really covered a lot of the logistics uh, involved in a break that you need to be thinking about as you're moving towards saving and planning to take this trip or to take this life break. And I love what you just said, that uh, if you if you know why, if you know the purpose behind taking this break and you always every every choice and decision you make along this path, preparing for it, you bump up against that. It's like bumping it up against a value, right? I, what you value most is this decision honoring that value, or in this case, is this choice, this decision honoring my plan, my purpose for taking a break, or does it not? And that makes it easy to say, well, maybe I don't do that. Maybe I do something else instead. I Absolutely. love that. I think that's really important. Yes. It's critical. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, I'm thinking about now we've planned for the break. We've got, we've got our start date and now we're in the break. We are taking that time that we, we, orchestrated, we planned for, we're in it, we are doing the things that we wanted to do, we are uh, feeling uh, or fulfilling our objective for this break as we go along. So now I want to talk about what happens once the break is over. How can we make sure that we don't get back into the same rat race that we left and we can create a lasting change for ourselves and ultimately a better quality of life going forward. How does, how do we make that happen? Yeah. So, you know, by creating a space to be on a break, we're already stacking the deck in our favor because habits, while they can form quickly, 
transitioning that into a lifestyle and then eventually an identity takes time. And so the fact that you're on this career break or this life break, you know, for an extended period of time means that you're letting these changes sink deeper and deeper into who you are and become a part of you. So you've already stacked the deck in your favor, but to your point, right? If you've done all this transformation, you don't want to go back to the old chapter. So how can you really create a path, a ramp, an on-ramp into this new you where things are really solidifying? And one of the critical pieces of this is constructing a re-entry period. So this re-entry period is a period of time that comes at the end of your break where you get to ask yourself the difficult questions like, what do I want next? What do I really want next? Right. We talked about being intentional going into this break. Now we get to be intentional moving into our next chapter. And so when we're creating this space, it might mean time to explore, right? It might mean time to open our minds even wider to what the possibilities are. It might mean having conversations that on the surface, you know, could count as networking, but it's really about connecting with people and reconnecting with people to see what the options are out there and to just become aware of opportunities that you might not even know about. But, you know, there's so much working in your favor. It's like this momentum has been building through your break. If you've done it thoughtfully, if you've taken time to create a purpose, if you've thought about what really is success and you've designed the break. And like Maria said, right, like you've designed this time to really choose things that are going to fulfill that purpose and create a greater sense of fulfillment. You've built this sort of tsunami of momentum. And so to keep it going, you just have to continue asking the questions and being really honest with yourself and being willing to explore in this re-entry period what those potential future opportunities are. And it will take courage because you might get an answer that feels scary, but we like to do things scared sighted, right? There's always going to be an element, I think, of terror whenever we're doing something new, so a little bit of fear popping up. But we want so much excitement for what we're moving towards. And so if you create this buffer of space, it allows you time to reflect and set a new intention where all of that momentum can be shifted in a very conscious direction to continue taking you where you want to go. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, so as we as we plan for the break, we need to plan piece of that time for that I love you the, the re-entry it's like the space shuttle coming and re-entering the atmosphere right you're coming back to uh, you know some sense of reality that but it's a changed it's a shifted reality for you if you allow it to be but planning for that time to figure that out is is a part of the the plan the overall plan isn't it absolutely yes so you know it's important to set aside time and money in your plan so that you can re-enter and you don't have to immediately hit that point of desperate freak out where you're like oh i've got to find a job i've got to i'll take anything i'm i'm i like don't know what to do now will people want to hire me you can create so much more possibility if you if you extend that ramp out and you create that re-entry space. And so again, like proactively setting aside time and money and knowing that it's coming is really key. And I recommend as a rule of thumb about one for six. So for every six weeks that you're on a life break, a career break, dedicating one of those weeks towards a re-entry period um, so that you can have that space to really decompress, process, and then intentionally move forward. Yeah, I love that. And having a plan for that uh, moving forward piece of it, uh, knowing what you want, you know, and that's that I think is the key throughout all of this. 
knowing what knowing what you want, figuring out what why you want to take, why you might need a break, why you want to take a break, what's the purpose of the break, what's the what's the goal on the other side of the break. How do you want to feel? You talked about that earlier. How do you want to feel? How do you want it to be? It's your vision, right? So it creating that new vision. I love all of this. This is just um, such, it is a radical thought, yet it's not. It's not so radical. It, it, you said it before, all, all athletes uh, you know, the, the, the really serious athletes, I'm not talking about the weekend warriors, but the serious athletes, although they probably need it more, do actually take breaks from their routine and from, you know, the, the even the, the teams that, that play professionally are, don't play every day, right? Because the body needs a chance to recover, and uh, to reset and all those other re's, recharge and renew all of those. Um, so if we recognize that, then the idea of taking a break isn't so radical. And maybe, maybe we, maybe we can figure out how to do that. And here's the other thing. It doesn't have to be a year's break, right? It could be for you. It could be a month. That might be what you can do right now. And that would be a better break than no break at all, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Take the time that you can, you know, it's like aim big, but, but also, you know, know your, know your current situation and know that one month is absolutely it's it's like leagues above no break at all or leagues above just taking off a weekend right Right. it's just there's no comparison and you know just to drop a number to anchor into possibility you know i am just one person but i have personally supported you know through my work 50 people taking career breaks like 50 just me as one person right people are doing this this is something that is possible and i think it's becoming more and more culturally accepted and socially accepted. And there's just, you know, there's just no reason to believe that it's impossible. It's necessary and it's absolutely possible. I love that. It is possible. All right. So we have one last thing to do here on on this show. It's the way we end every one of our shows with practical tips and strategies from my guest. So I'd love to hear Katrina what tips you've brought from us for us that to you know, kind of help us figure this out for ourselves. Yeah. What's your first one? Okay. My first one is, and we, we've talked about this, but getting clear on what your purpose for this time off is, it's going to dictate so much how long this time off is, what you do with this time off, but journaling for even eight minutes on the question of what would make this break feel worthwhile. Question number one. And question number two is why do I need this break? Why do I need it? And what would make it worthwhile? And give yourself eight to 10 minutes to just brain dump the answer to that and start to see what comes up. Mm, Great questions. Wow. And scary, 
right? Yeah. Why, why do I need this break? That could be a, stare, a scary question to answer. So, you know, like for any time you would journal, don't edit yourself. Just you say you called it a brain dump that just let it come, let it fall on the page. Better to do it with handwriting. But if if you're you know, if you if you open up a word doc and you want to you want to type it, that's OK, too. But um, just don't edit yourself. Just let it flow because that's when the insights hit you. Absolutely. Tip number two. Okay. Tip number two is distinguish your fears. And this is a really simple activity. You, you basically brain dump and list out all the reasons you're afraid. So you could start with the sentence. I can't take a break because right. All the things that feel like limiting beliefs, fear points, all of that. You just list it out. I might never find another job. I don't know what to do about health insurance. And you go through after you've listed out these fears and you distinguish, is this a fear or is this a concern? And a concern is a point where we just need more information. I can ask someone about what to do about health insurance, right? And when it's a fear, we can ask ourselves, is this really true? Is it really true? I will never find another job for the next 30 years that no one will ever hire me with all of my experience and all of my network right? So even just having awareness and listing your fears can be really powerful, but then distinguishing between this is just an invitation for me to go get more information, or this is something that I can choose to face head on and really ask myself, is this true? And if it's true, can I accept that? Can I accept it? Can I find a solution? Am I willing to make peace with it? But just owning and being aware of our fears can be a really important step to seeing the possibility and giving ourselves permission. Yeah. And it just opens up the possibilities when you start reflecting on what those roadblocks are for you and are they truly an an immovable object or can you work around them can you go under it can you find a different way around it Um, I love that all right do you have a third one I do. I do. And this one is really practical, but it's know your numbers. So, you know, when you're thinking about taking a leap like this, it is an amazing experience full of possibility where you can create so many new realities, but it's very empowering to start with facts. Like what are your numbers? So knowing how much money do you spend each month and how much money, you know, are you able to save from that? And knowing kind of what your spending habits are. So if you were to take time off, like how much would you really need to be spending on those months off? But then understanding if you don't have a big savings, like I didn't have a big pile of money sitting around, how much are you saving each month and how long can you work towards this goal so you can make it happen and you can save this money and what would this break cost? So really thinking about the numbers involved, the cost of the break, how much you're saving, right? And how much you're spending on an average monthly basis can be critical, uh, <laughs> very key facts to know and be grounded in when you're thinking about taking a break and it can take it from impossible to possible. Yeah, from impossible to possible. Yeah, I think there's much more, there are many more possibilities in this concept than we may initially think. And I think the, the, the questions you are suggesting we ask ourselves are really powerful ways to kind of get underneath the what's really true and, uh, and that you might, you might benefit from a break, however long that is for you, uh, and whatever it is you choose to do with it, uh, you could probably benefit from a break that, uh, like Katrina is describing. 
I, I love your tips. I, I really appreciate you sharing this idea with us. Uh, I, I love to bring new ideas about career to the audience. And this is a way to um, ensure that you are in the career you really want to be in, that it truly is fulfilling you. And if it's not, the idea of just taking a break, stepping back from it and figuring out what would be for you uh, is, I, I think, a powerful approach. Uh, that uh, to to you know leaving the soul sucking experience and finding a soulful fit. So Katrina, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. This was such an important um, conversation, and it was a really fun experience to uh, okay. to share all this. Great. We're here to inspire. And I want to uh, I want to let people know how they can reach out to you. What is the one best way for them to do that? Yes. So I am on Instagram daily. And so the best way to reach me is to follow me there. And that is K McGee, K N C G H E E coaching on Instagram. So that's the best way. Okay. And we also have your website that they can go to, to, to hear more, read more about you and, and get in touch uh, through that as well. Right? Yes, absolutely. And that is um, kmcgeecoaching.com. So K-M-C-G-H-E-E coaching.com. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much again. I really appreciate your being here. Thank you so much. And for those of you watching and listening, I appreciate that you're a part of our community. So if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a comment or a review. And if there's a star rating where you are, pick a star. We'd love to get your feedback on um, our episodes. So as I said at the top of the show, I love creating and sharing resources for professional women who feel stuck in their careers. So if something in this episode resonates and you'd like to get a fresh perspective on it, reach out. Let's chat. Chat with Katrina. You'll find all the links you need to learn more about Katrina and me in the show notes below. And I invite you to uh, continue this conversation in my Facebook group called the Career Transition Roadmap. And the link for that is below as well. So until next time, let's meet here next Wednesday, same time at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, because I believe it's our time to thrive. Let's do that together. Till next time, I'm Maria Tomas Keegan, turning transition into triumph. Thank you.